welcome to a brand new episode of Vodka O'Clock. I'm your host, Amber Love, and this is a really different kind of episode. This is actually a recording that was done live at the Burlington County Library's Fandom Fest. So what it is, is the audio of my Yoga for Writers and Yoga for Artists presentation. And um, just to generalize that, it's a, I just called it self-care for creative people. So it's might, you know, might not be optimal for you to follow along on just the audio. But what you can do is um, check the show notes where I have some photos of examples of what was going on. And of course, over at the relatively new YouTube channel, you can just go to YouTube and in the search bar, look for Seeking Dharma Yoga. And you can find my videos, but also in the show notes for this episode, I have the videos linked right there and embedded for you. So that's definitely an easier way to see what's going on. But I had a great time at Fandom Fest as usual. They are really creative when it comes to ways to keep all different age groups entertained and to embrace fandom. So there were... um, different kinds of cosplay groups. There was uh, Star Wars, Star Trek, and um, anime. There was um, an escape room, and they did a cosplay parade. And they had all kinds of different lectures and debates, like DC versus Marvel debate. So um, if you're ever in the South Jersey area in August, then definitely check out Fandom Fest. So without further ado, I will present the recording that was done for self-care for creative people. And before I cut over to that, just to remind you that you can support my work by going to patreon.com slash Amber Unmasked. So I spend a lot of time at my desk, <laughs> and um, yoga is not just moving, it's also not just meditating, there's a whole lot to all of the yoga. So um, what people have been telling me for decades, even though I was doing yoga, uh, was, you know, they keep saying, oh, well, you know, your panic attacks and your anxiety will just get fixed. And so it's like, well, that's not exactly true. Or if you have um, writer's block, you know, it's like everybody is different. So, you know, you have to figure out which process and which style works for you. And um, I I love quotes, so I I printed out some quotes to share with you. because Bruce Lee, who obviously had like the greatest body probably in the entire world ever, and mine, um, says, knowledge will give you power, but character respect. And he also said, mistakes are always forgivable if one has the courage to admit them. And I think we have to do that with ourselves a lot. You have to, you know, we were talking about different fitness programs and weight loss programs. Weight loss programs are it's like usually the biggest scam ever because the, the second you go off and try to eat real food, you gain all your weight back. 
So trying to take care of yourself in a way that you can manage every single day is really important. Because like we were talking about, you don't want to... I was just reading an article. A woman who's 45 years old, she was a dancer, master yogi, like she had so much flexibility that magazines posted her picture everywhere. She had to have a hip replacement at 45 years old because she was overdoing her, her yoga. She wasn't building muscle strength. All she was doing was flexibility. So people, no matter what you think they look like, their bodies might be telling them a whole different story. And that's, you know, that's one of the great things about yoga is that it's for absolutely everybody, for every ability that's um, why, one of the reasons that I wanted to be in a room with chairs instead of the auditorium was so that we could take yoga and our creative endeavors, whether it's drawing or dancing, you know, or reading, taking where that sedentary behavior and just, you know, if you got 10, 15 minutes, you need a break, you should be taking a break every hour anyway. Um, do some basic things that'll help keep your body in a nice, you know, happy condition. Of course, you have to do other things like drink plenty of water. Um, it's not always eight cups a day, because again, it depends on the person, but they say eight cups because of the average. So always drink plenty of water too. So when it comes to taking that break, especially if you're doing something creative, you want to think about what is your intention? You know, what is the whole point of your project? Is it, um, is it for yourself? Is it for somebody else? Is it to entertain? You know, think about what your intention is. And you can get then really philosophical. Like, well, I want to make people smile. It's a really simple intention. And you can think about that through your whole project and, and different parts of your day. Is, yes, my goal, my intention is to make people smile more. And, you know, you can do that with some self-love, <laughs> too. Um, so, with these kind of um, props that I have here, uh, the yoga mat is for stuff like, you know, if you're actually going to do a mat workout, getting down on the floor, having a good surface, um, depends. I, I do yoga at home on top of the carpet, so I have a mat on the carpet which is really a different feel than being in the yoga studio where it's a hard floor like this with the mat, because these are only like three millimeters thick. So you get used to whatever is in your environment, what's around you. Some people like to do yoga outside. I don't like bugs. I'm covered in bug bites right now. So, um, so the idea of, of doing more than walking outside and hiking is like hiking is my limit. Um, pulling weeds, that's pretty much it. Uh, but I, I brought some, these little cards, these little decks that I've had for so many years. Um, and to me, they're just a good way to, maybe, like I said, writer's block or something. It's just kind of got you stumped for the day. So these are little Buddha cards. These are little um, life angel cards, and these are different angel cards. So say you're a stump on something and you just need a break. So you just, it's, it's, an, it's an oracle deck. So you just take it and you see what your, you know, your one card is. This says willingness. So this would be a good thing for you to focus on, like for that time, willingness. Am I not willing to make this 
character do this thing because it's so emotional for me to get through this scene? Or is it willingness that I'm afraid to make this part of my costume because what if I mess it up and ruin $30 worth of fabric? Um, so uh, that's where you can take an oracle deck like these and incorporate it into your creative project too. So I have some blocks. You look like you're pretty tall. You're pretty tall too. I don't know if anybody's as short as I am. I'm only 5'2". I'm 5'2". <laughs> um, and these chairs are actually pretty nice. I'm going to take this one right here. Um, because usually if I sit in a chair, I can't reach the floor. <laughs> but it's... <laughs> I'm like a little kid that sits on your feet. Um. <laughs> Put a sheet of newspaper down. <laughs> so... Um, so what you would do, if you have that issue, is you would take blocks, or books. Um, if you've got those Harry Potter books, the end of the series, or the whole Tolkien series, <laughs> good, uh, good props for you. Um, I, have, I have other old poetry books that are so thick, they're holding up my computer monitor. Um, so you, to start taking your break, just want to come like, into a nice, you know, if you're already seated at your desk, let's say, you're gonna be in a nice comfortable position. And what you wanna look for are these 90 degree angles if your body lets you do that. So you can have 90 degrees at your knees, 90 degrees at your hips. Sit with a nice tall back. And our shoulders probably just wanna loosen up. Especially if you were driving for an hour and a half in the rain. Alright, so you can close your eyes if you're comfortable closing your eyes in a room with old people. And take a couple of breaths. And just inhale and exhale at your own pace. And yoga, when we talk about connecting to our breath, it just means to bring yourself back to your body awareness. Um, there are types of yoga called pranayama where you're controlling your breath specifically. But just for taking a break and just in self-care, you're just bringing awareness. And you're inhaling and just exhaling and feeling those sensations. We talk about body sensations and body awareness a lot. Feeling your belly go up and down, feeling your chest and the rib cage just really open up. And you can just flood, you know, start by fluttering your eyes open, looking down, let your back into the room. And that's just a nice way to center yourself. I'm going to pass out some neckties because these are things that you might have around your house if you don't have yoga straps. So... <laughs> Um, so, we're going to start by just stretching our shoulders out and our upper body. So drop your head down, so your chins towards your chest. When you do this, you want to keep your shoulders back so that you're not rounding forward. Just your head that's moving, chin to chest. And then you're going to very slowly take your chin uh, over to one shoulder. 
and then bring it back down to center. And when you're moving the neck, you usually move really nice and slowly, especially if you've had any injury. So slowly move over to the other shoulder. And come back to center. And you can just lift your chin straight up. And then look up at the ceiling if you can. And come back to neutral. Neutral is something that, uh, that you should be focusing on for your posture. Your hip will, hips tilt forward and backward and side to side. So you find neutral in your whole pelvic bowl. Your chin, a lot of people, especially if you work at desks, our chins tend to jut out forward and we're always looking down at our phone. So you bring your chin in, make sure your neck is in neutral and shoulders need to be back and down. So we're gonna do some shoulder warm-ups. Yeah. That first move was exactly the same move that they did in Tai Chi. Yeah. Exactly the same thing. I, we, we actually, I went to massage school years ago and we actually were required back then, it's totally different now, we were required to have Tai Chi as part of our curriculum for massage school. Um, it's, Tai Chi is so wonderful. And you're just going to take your hands together like prayer position. It's called Anjali Mudra. And interlace your fingers and then push the palms out. And then see if you can lift them up towards the ceiling. You can feel the shoulders. The shoulders might want to start coming up towards the ears, so you're pushing your shoulders down. And then rotate your palms back together and come back to center. And do that again. Just rotate those palms out, lift them up. And this time we're just gonna do a little bend over to one side and come back up to the top and then a little bend over to the other side. And come back up to the top and bring the palms together and come down. And now what you can do is put your hands up on your shoulders and you're just gonna make like little chicken wing circles. What do you do about all the cracking noises? Yeah, yeah, the cracking, the cracking is fine. <laughs> consider it, consider it part of a beat. My knees do that. I had my ankle one day; it just wouldn't well, stop. Well, my friend, I, um, I found it in the I'm going to take yeah. your arms up nice and whoops me. And bring them down. And this time, you're going to swing one arm under the other. And as far as you get, wherever that is, is cool. Um, if you can keep wrapping them around so that you can like maybe grab your thumb or something or maybe your palms touch. And then your elbows are gonna wanna kind of slouch down. So to get a good stretch out of this, keep your elbows up and then lift your elbows and your chin just a couple inches. And you should feel that in your upper back. And then you can come down and unwind. And remember which arm was underneath, because now you're going to do the opposite. <laughs> and it might be a really different experience when you do go from side to side, which is totally normal, um, because our sides of our body might seem symmetrical, but they're not. They're different strengths and different uh, flexibilities. And then you can unwind that. Now, what we have um, with that tie for. 
because you could cause a shoulder injury. But you get a nice, especially if you do this every day, a couple times a day, you'll start seeing the difference in your shoulders. And you can let go of the bottom hand, reach the other hand around, and switch sides. Reach the one hand up, and bend at the elbow so it drops behind you. The free arm comes out, rotate it so that the thumb is down, and come to the side. And bend at the elbow and see if you can reach the tie, or maybe you can reach your fingers together. You should reach underneath, so that, yep, like that. There you go. You got it. And you should feel your chest really expand and open. And then you can let go of that and use that. And just shake it out. <laughs> You're going to take your hands and, and forward and just do a little wrist stretch here, pulling back on your fingers. And if you do uh, a lot of intricate work with typing, pull back on each finger and you'll feel the stretch in each finger. Switch sides. And there are ways that you can do this if you're on the floor, too. I'll show you. So if you're on the on the floor or you know just on a, you know a chair, you just want a really deep stretch. You can turn your wrists around, but your fingers are pointing back. You just kind of feel that forearm stretch. And if you keyboard a lot, you'll really notice that. Nice little, nice little trick that you could do if you're stuck in a cubicle or a tool or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Just let your tie go for a moment. We're just going to do a little spine twist. Arms come up. Whichever side you want to go to, just going to twist over, opposite hand to opposite knee, and twist to the side. And if your neck is comfortable, you can keep looking over that back shoulder. And then slowly come forward, head and chest. Reach up. And go to the other side. And then un 
twist and come forward. We're gonna try to move the spine in as many directions as possible. So reach one arm up, the other arm down, and if you need to hold on, that's why it's great to do in a chair. You can just lean over, and you're kind of like reaching high, like you're reaching for the ceiling as you go over, and you can feel the separation here from like your hip and your ribs. And keep breathing. If you hold your breath, <laughs> you're gonna forget about the breathing part, and you might start to feel dizzy. And come all the way up top. Let that arm down. And bring the other arm up. And reach over to the other side. And you can bring that hand down. So now we have one more way to move our back. So um, I like to be on the very edge of the chair. It depends on your comfort. So it's going to have your hands on your knees. You're going to bring your chest forward through. Your chin can come up and your pelvis will be tilted. And then reverse that so your pelvis is tucked under, your back rounds towards the back of your chair, and your chin comes down. And then as you're doing these, this is called pat and pal. As you're doing these, you'll find that your breath might actually just naturally go with it. Like an in, do a full round of breath in each pose, or an inhale when you're forward and an exhale when you're back. Depends on the speed that you're doing. I like to be gentle with my back. It's a herniated disc. <laughs> Especially if you haven't moved yet that day, you've got to do your warm up before you try doing anything faster. And we're going to come back up to neutral. Now we can get our tie back into use here. If you can, if you can do this, uh, we're going to do a, a hamstring stretch. So you loop. The tie. Don't these cost like a dollar from the thrift store, so don't worry if they rip. Um, so you're just going to loop it around a foot, and it's good if you have a chair with the back because you can feel nice and supported. And you're just going to press out and feel the back of your leg stretch out. We did a lot of this in physical therapy. Yeah, I was rigged up to some kind of really wild rope machine. It was like. It was so wild, but it felt really good. And now good when you stop. Huh? Feels so good when you stop. Yeah, you do, and you feel taller. <laughs> so, um, so you can take your tie into the hand that's of that same side of that foot, which I don't want to do, and you can open out and just get a little. You'll feel a little bit on the inside then, and then come back to center. And you can try to cross over, but there's really not a whole lot of range of motion that way. <laughs> yeah, without the arms. Then we're going to switch legs. We're going to loop it around the other foot. And nice tall back. Press out through that foot. And then you can put it in one hand and open up wide. And then bring it back to center. 
bring the meanings to reach and then unleash it. You know you're actually taller in the morning, right? I'm <laughs> what? They're taller in the morning. Yeah, you are. Yeah. That's true. You shrink down during the day. That's, joints collapse. That's why I want to, the next doctor's uh, appointment I want to go to, I want to go after I do the aerial class because your spine comes out nice and long. So if I do like aerial in the morning and then go to the doctor, I'll be a whole inch taller. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> so, they did, they measured me last time and they were like, you're 5'3". I'm like, I grew? <laughs> All right, yay for yoga. Um, so you're just going to roll out your ankles. Which direction? Yeah, a lot of snapping and crackling. I do a lot of squatting down myself because of my cat. So I'm always squatting and seeing what he's under and throwing paper to him and stuff. And I just read an article recently about how that's so common in Asia that they squat so comfortably and they keep their spines nice and straight when they do it. And that's why when we're doing things and we, we bend down, we bend with our backs instead of our knees. And why, why Western society is so different. It's the same thing in the Middle East, but for a different reason. Yes, exactly. And I know that reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this might be, you can have a chair without arms. Is there another chair without arms for you, Mercedes? Okay. Um, you've got one right behind you if you want to swap. What we're going to do um, is you want to come to the edge of your chair, preferably without arms. Turn to one side, and this way you have one foot nice and flat on the, the floor or your block, and you have the back of your chair to hold you up for support in case you feel unstable because you're going to have like one whole side off of the, of the chair. And you're just going to stretch that leg back. Now, depending on how tall you are, you like you, you, you know, these chairs are nice and short, so we've got a nice bend in this leg. The key is more about the hip here, so we don't really care if the leg comes anywhere close to straight. It's just about feeling it here. This hip flexor muscle gets so tight from sitting. And then if you feel comfortable, you can raise that arm up. And then bring that arm down, and then you can gently help that leg back up. And then Come to the center, and come to the other side. So you've got your inside foot is flat. Hold on to the back of your chair, and then bring that outside leg back to wherever it's going to go. And feel that hip opening up in the front. And then, if you're comfortable, you can lift that arm up to the ceiling. And then bring that down and bring yourself center. How's our time? Good. Okay. Um, okay, I've got 
again, so this next one, you know, again, it's gonna depend on how flexible your hips are. A lot of ladies are used to crossing their legs all the time like this anyway. So if you cross over so that the ankle can meet your knee, it's still hard, it's still hard to do. Um, so wherever you get is okay. And you can start feeling the stretch in the back. And it's not, you don't want to push down like on your knee, but it's just kind of like a gravity thing. Like kind of let, let your arm sink into that, that leg. And you can still, you know, you, as you lean forward, your spine is nice and long. And there's a couple different styles of yoga. One of them is yin yoga. And there's a general restorative yoga where you stay in a pose anywhere from 30 seconds to three minutes. And it's because as you're breathing and you're sitting there, you just think deeper and you get more and more into it and you feel the ligaments start to warm up and loosen up. Ease off of that, and um, to, again, always to take care of your joints. You just want to help your leg come down and then switch sides. And remember that your sides can be totally different, especially if you have an injury on one and not the other. That's why my, my right leg is totally different right now. And then just come forward. This is, if you've been to a yoga class and they call it pigeon, this is what a ch seated chair pigeon would look like. And then ease off of that, help your leg down. And you can do another twist that's deeper than before. If if that wasn't deep enough, we were just warming up. So now that we're pretty warmed up, we can cross a leg over and reach back. You know, if we, you know, if you want to make it a really big arcing movement, you can reach back and opposite arm to knee. Twist there, come forward, switch sides, sweep that arm back behind you, and the other arm goes to opposite knee. challenging to try to take a deep breath when you're twisting, so just remember to breathe, and it doesn't, as long as you're getting the oxygen, you don't want a shallow breath, you just want oxygen getting in, into your body. You can untwist from that. And now, let's see, I saw everybody walk in here, so if you're capable of standing and walking, um, you can use your chair for another type of stretch. You can have your chair like this where you're standing behind it or you can keep it the way it was and use the seat of the chair. It depends on how much, how comfortable you are bending over. So if we're at the top level, 
and you just want to step back and then you can sink down and feel your chest pressing down relaxing through the shoulders so that your back's not round you want you want to be back far enough yeah feel free to move the chairs we'll just put them back so this is what a downward dog with a chair would feel like. So you can feel the back of the legs getting the stretch. You can feel your chest opening up. You can feel your shoulders relaxing and opening up. And then to slowly come up, you just start walking your feet forward and bring yourself back up and standing. chair just like we did. You just bend forward and keep the chair for support. And you're just going to keep your legs bending. Don't worry about having straight legs. Slowly moving through center until your, your hands can come wherever they come to the floor. Blocks are great for this too. If anybody wants blocks, you would as you need to, because you're still going to feel it no matter where your knees are. And then sink your knees even farther down and then roll up like a rag doll. Nice and slow and you feel your vertebrae like a strand of pearls stacking one on top of the other. And you can reach up tall again. Bring your hands back down. sensations? Is it tingly? Is it hot? Is it tight or soft? And you just start at one end. Start at your head and go to your toes or start at your toes and go up to your head. Think about where your shoulders are. Think about if your jaw is maybe clenched and too tight. Bringing the chin in a little bit so that your neck is in a nice alignment. Maybe your eyes feel less strained, feel like you aren't staring at a computer or your phone. So while you keep thinking about that, there is another quote that I wanted to share with you by author Cameron Hurley. This is an amazing book. 
uh, called the Geek Feminist Revolution. Which it says, your voice is powerful. Your voice has meaning. If it didn't, people wouldn't work so hard to silence you. Remember that. So whatever your endeavors are, if it's activism, if it's entertaining, if it's caring for others, do you have your own power? And do you have your own breadth of knowledge? Working through your body, think about where those body sensations are. Did any emotions come up? Did you feel less anxious, or more excited, or happier, or sleepier, or maybe more energized now that there's oxygen moving around? And since we picked the willingness card before, think about willingness as our intention. What are we willing to do when we come back into this room and then go back out into the library, back out into the world? You can slowly start to come back to center, back to your body, looking down, fluttering your eyes open. Slowly letting the light in, so it's not shocking. And come back to the space. Is everybody doing okay? Yeah. <laughs> Anybody have any questions? Thank you once again for tuning in to this episode of Vodka O'Clock. I know it was a little bit different, but I hope that you got something out of it. Maybe you got to enjoy the relaxation portion, or maybe you went ahead and checked out the show notes and found your way to the videos. So thank you so much and keep supporting my work at patreon.com slash Amber Unmasked. And if you have any questions, you can usually find me on Twitter at Elizabeth Amber, on Instagram at Amber Unmasked. And um, again, if you are looking for the yoga specific content, you can go to Seeking Dharma Yoga. And otherwise, everything else is at AmberUnmasked.com. Thanks a lot.